0: You are listening to Ballin' with Bernie, the Warrior Podcast. Welcome to Ballin' with Bernie, the Warrior Podcast. My name's Brennan Shea. You can call me Bernie. This has been a great week of baseball and softball. It was the last week of regular season play. The boys, they got back on track. The girls, they got back on track. I'll tell you all about it. When I review this week, I got some great interviews. On the show today, I have Jenna Nielsen, Brielle Engelman, Elena Westfall, Jessica Larson, Preston McCoy, Cade Rohr, and Tegan Meyer. Some of those are post-games, some pre-games, so those those are going to be really fun, and I hope you guys enjoy those. Also on the episode, I will be previewing the districts. We're going to go through the, the whole districts, and we're going to take a look at the teams and... We're going to take a look at possible matchups, so that should be really fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we're going to get right into this today. Now for the softball review, interview, and preview. Here's what week four looked like for the Warriors softball team. On Monday, they opened up against Pocahontas at Pocahontas in the first the indians scored one run they scored three runs in the second to lead 4-0 in the third the warriors scored three runs and the indians scored two in the fourth the warriors scored four runs to make it seven to six in the fifth the warriors scored eight runs to make it 15 to 6 and then the indians scored two runs 15-8 15-8 to game in the 7th. The Indians scored three runs to make it 15-11. to The Warriors held them off. Here's what the hitting stats looked like for the Warriors. Jessica Larson played really well in that game. She had five singles. She went five for six. So great hitting performance by her. Whole team had a really good hitting performance. So Brielle had a single and an RBI. And then Shay Peterson had two RBIs. Sierra Hill, she went four for five, she had a single and then three doubles. She had six RBIs in that game. Wow. Ella Walter, she had a single and a double and an RBI. Allie Magnuson had a double and an RBI. Jocelyn Launderville had a single and then Maggie Bloom had a single and an RBI. Jenna Nielsen had allowed three hits and one strikeout. Maggie Bloom allowed four hits. She had three strikeouts, and then Shea Peterson. Closed out that game for the Warriors. So, good performance, good win for the Warriors there. Well, on Tuesday, the Warriors took on the Whiting Warriors. In the first, the Warriors scored four runs. In the second, the Warriors scored another four runs. And in the third, the Warriors scored five runs. And the Whiting Warriors scored one run in the third. The Aurelia Warriors won that game 13-1 to in three innings, 12-run rule. Every warrior got a hit, and here's what that looked like with the hitting. Jessica Larson went 3-for-3. She had two singles, a double, and an RBI. Brielle Engelman had a single and an RBI. Shea Peterson had a double and two RBIs. Sierra had a single, a double, and two RBIs. Ella Walters had a single and a double. Allie Magnuson went 3-for-3. She had a heck of a game. She had a double, two singles, and five RBIs. Elena Westfall had a single. Jenna Nielsen had the game-winning single and an RBI. And Emma Peterson had a single, and then Shay Peterson pitched the whole game. She allowed one hit and had three strikeouts. Great win, great performance by the, all the Warrior players there on Tuesday. On Wednesday, the Warriors took on the ESAC Raiders at home. Uh, the Raiders scored a run in the first, and then in the third, they also scored two runs to make it 3-0. The Warriors scored a run in the third, and in the fourth, we 3-2. And then in the fifth, the Warriors scored five runs to make it 7-3. Then in the seventh, with two outs, the uh, Raiders scored three runs. The Warriors held them off, though. To get a 7-6 to six victory, good conference win for the Warriors. Brielle Engelman had two singles and an RBI. Shea Peterson had a double and two singles. Sierra Hill had a single and an RBI. Allie Magnuson had a double and an RBI. Jenna Nielsen had two singles and an RBI. Shea Pe- Peterson pitched the game, and she had five strikeouts. Um, Really good game for the Warriors. Fielding was really on point. Emma Peterson just had this insane catch down at short. Um. Jessica Larson had a really good catch. Sierra Hill had a good catch. And all the girls just played really good together, communicated really well. Just good good win. The Warriors finished off the regular season on Friday at Alta against the Okaboji Pioneers and they scored three runs in the first inning. Then the Pioneers scored a run in the second and then in the third. 3-2. Pretty close game. And then the Warriors kinda cracked open a lead in the third and they got six runs. They got two runs in the fourth and then got a run in the fifth. Elena Wessel had a big double. She hit in three batters, but the score was 12-2. to two. So instead of it being 14-2 to two because of the 10-run rule with the walk-off. So that was a really good win for the Warriors. Everybody contributed. It was a good way to end the season, a good momentum boost. So for hitting Jessica Larson, she had a single. Braille Engelman had three singles and two RBIs. Shay Peterson had three singles and an RBI. Sierra had a double and an RBI. Allie Magnuson she went four for four. She's had a really good hitting week. She had three singles she had a double and then she had two RBIs. Elena Westfall she had two singles and then a double and then like I said it, she had three RBIs but the stats will go down as one RBI. And then Jenna Nielsen had a triple and two RBIs. And Jocelyn Launderville she had a double and she had two RBIs. So really good game and Ally started the game she pitched well and then Jenna came in and closed out the game and pitched well as well so good momentum boost so the Warriors and the season at a record of 6-11 and they are on a four game winning streak good way to get into the season as they will take on Ridgeview at Monday at Alta so that should be fun now I will take you to an interview I did with Brielle Engelman, Elena Westfall and Jenna Nielsen after the Okaboji game, and then following that interview will be an interview I did with Jessica Larson before the Okaboji game. So hope you guys enjoy. All right, we are after the Okaboji game here, and I have three softball players with me, so we're going to talk to all of them. I got Elena Westfall, Brielle Engelman, and Jenna Nielsen. So we're going to start with Jenna. She pitched, she closed out the game, so just tell me about that.
1: Um, well, Alice started, and I got brought in, so I just knew I had to get the job done and throw my, to the best of my ability.
0: I, I like that. So you, um, you hit pretty well. You had a, you had a triple at the end? Yeah. Tell me about that, and just tell me about your hitting, you know, in the whole game.
1: Well, if it wasn't for throwing errors, I don't think it would have been a triple. <laughs> but, I mean, I, what did I struck out, strike out the first time? Then, yeah, then got walked like, second hot and then and then triple came. I was not expecting that.
0: <laughs> Alright, Elena, we're gonna go to you now. You had a big old double and I think you had two other hits in the game, mm-hmm. is that correct? So yep. just tell me about that hitting and
1: Um, I've kind of been in a slump lately, so I just adjusted my swing and made contact with the ball and it worked out for the best.
0: Well that's <laughs> that's really good. So Brielle you also hit really well in this game, so tell me about that.
1: Um, well, coach told me to bunt and I was like, well, I haven't been doing that all year, but you know, it worked, so. And then had a few grounders and then my last hit was a base hit.
0: Nice. So you got two RBIs in that game, so that's good for you guys. So now we're going to go down here on Monday and take on Ridgeview. How are we feeling, girls?
1: Feeling a little confident. Yeah. To have, I think the way if we, we play like we did this week, mm-hmm. we should be pretty
0: good. So four wins in a row. I mean, that's pretty fun. Yeah. And I was talking to Jessica earlier today, and I said, like, you guys don't have any seniors on your team, so like, this is a fun way to, end. Mm-hmm. and this season to go into next week, and yep. I'm probably going to talk about that more on the podcast this week. A little plug for my listeners, and so yeah, guys, I I had really fun watching this week, and. Warrior softball is on a hot streak right now, and let's keep it rolling through the playoffs. So thanks, guys, for coming on today.
1: Thanks, Brennan. All
0: right, we are here before the Friday night game against Okaboji for the softball team, and I am joined by Jessica Larson. So thanks, Jess, for coming today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: So on Monday, you guys started the week off against Pokey. Just kind of tell me about that game there.
1: We went seven innings. We ended up winning 15 to 11. Um, We had very, very strong bats that night and a very strong defense.
0: All right. Um, It sounds like you hit really well in that game. So just kind of tell me what was going through your mind, you know?
1: Yeah, um, I went four for five with a walk. And biggest thing to focus that night was definitely just to wait on the pitcher because it was a little slower. So definitely waiting for the ball to get in and then just explode.
0: I like that, I like that a lot. So, um, Tuesday you guys played Whiting here at Alta.
1: Yes, we actually won in three innings, 13 to one, which then again, we had very strong bats Mm -hmm. that night and very little defense to actually play.
0: Yeah, you guys, you kind of came out, you know, set the tone for the team and everybody Mm -hmm. just did their part. It was a good game and you guys worked hard. So then you had a conference matchup against East Sack. They're a pretty good team, so kind of tell me about that one. That
1: was right. So we ended up winning seven to six, which got a little nerve wracking <laughs> in the end. Um, but we definitely came through, pulled through as a team. Um, we're definitely getting better at working together and as a team, and strong communication and lifting each other up. You know, when someone might have an error and a bat or a bad at bat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you you can just tell you guys are working better as a team, and just everybody—it's just all starting to gel together now, and mm-hmm. that's what we want. And and I'm gonna kind of go off different path here real quick. So saying that that you guys are—you know—you're playing better as a team and stuff. Something that some of our um, listeners might not know is that you guys don't have any seniors on your team.
1: Right, we don't. Our oldest upperclassmen are us juniors: um, me, Elena, Sierra, Carla, um, which definitely puts a little bump in the road but i mean i think we're doing well for all well, and
0: i think it's good that you guys are like really getting your stride here at the end of the season because next year you guys can
1: right where you have really everybody coming back yeah, yeah
0: i really like that for you guys yeah, so our team
1: has definitely b- bonded a lot this year
0: that's really good so tonight you guys have Okaboji. just pre- preview that for me a little bit
1: um we don't know a whole lot about Okoboji, but definitely a beatable team as long as we show up and have our bats going and communication out in the field and just continue to work together. We definitely should be able to pull this one through.
0: Yeah, that, that'd that be awesome. We're looking forward to this game tonight. So going on to next week, we have the playoffs. So Ridgeview, how do you oh, feel?
1: Good. We're all very excited, that's for sure, because we played them at our home tournament and beat them 5 to. Four in six innings, so I mean it could go either way. Honestly, mm-hmm. it'll be a good matchup. It's really
0: even, good matchup.
1: Right. So, I mean, hopefully, gonna pull out a win, but we definitely can do it.
0: Yeah, that was a kind of a fun team to draw. I think for your first round, and then so if you guys would advance to the second round, you'd play Sioux Central. So,
1: yep, we would play Sioux Central in Sioux Rapids, which again is another beautiful team. We have lost to them twice, but. I honestly think that with how we've been playing lately, it could be a much better game.
0: I, I totally agree with you, Jess, so hopefully you guys can just run the gauntlet there when the playoffs start, and thanks for ca- coming today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: No problem. God bless. Thanks again to all the softball girls who did those interviews this week. Jessica, it was just great talking to you. You've been playing really well this season, and it's just good to hear what you got to say. You have really good energy, and... You, you can just tell how you're just really ready to keep this rolling, and then the other three girls after the game, it, you could just really feel the happy energy, like I said with Jessica's interview, like, you guys are just really happy that you're winning, and that's super awesome, and I hope you guys can just continue to carry that through the playoffs. So here's what the region looks like for the softball team, Um, so there will be ga- two games on Mondays in our region, and it will be, we will take on Ridgeview, and then Western Christian will take on Sibley Ochita, so Ridgeview we beat four to three in a tournament in Alta, and we play them in Alta as well. And Ridgeview they're just a good hitting team, um, and pretty well pitched. They're they're young like us. They don't have any singer seniors just like us. Um, Addison Schmidt is a pitcher for them. She's been pitching really well the last couple of years, and she's having a good year. And then they have a lot of girls who they just hit a lot. Um, they've had like eight home runs this year. Uh, Emma Voss is. She's been hitting a lot of home runs towards the end of the season. She's just a hard hitter. And then Addison Schmidt, she's been hitting home runs. And they, they just have a lot of girls who step up. It should be a really good matchup, and I'm really looking forward to it. So then on the other side, Western Christian and Sibley O'Cheaton. So Western Christian, they're 8-7. and seven. They have a Jaden Faber. She's a good pitcher for them. And then they have Josie Horse she's a good hitter for them and then Jaden Faber she also pitches pretty well for them and like I said for the boys interviews I'll say that as well that this is just if I mess up names I'm I'm super sorry so we'll play Ridgeview and the winner of that will take on Sue Central so we've played Sue Central twice we've lost 18 to 6 and we've lost 14 to 4 but I think um we could we could give Sue Central a really good game um they're 9-7, and and they're coming off a couple losses. They gave Newell a really good game, and um, they Taylor Crager usually pitches for them. She's a pretty good pitcher, and then they got Kendra Casey, um, Hallie Larson, and then Taylor Crager. They're all really good hitters, so Sioux Central's a pretty good team, and it'd be fun to play them. That, that game would be in Peterson on Wednesday. Other games on Wednesday in our district, so the winner of the Sioux Central and then the winner of Alta, really, and Ridgeview would take on the winner of Lawton Bronson and Hinton that game on Wednesday as well. Lawton Bronson, they're in the Western Valley conference, which is really tough. The same conference as Ridgeview. There's a bunch of teams that just go out. They could beat each other on any night. They got Bella Johnson, Michaela Miller, they are good hitters. They've kind of been on a losing streak, but they really got hot midway through the season and they beat West Sioux this year. And West Sioux is a really good team. That's also in our region. So I'll talk about them too. Um, Cowley Ahrens is a pitcher for them. She does a good job, and they'll play Hinton. They are seven and five. Uh, they're in the the War Eagle Conference. It's really stacked, and they got a good pitcher, Jaden K. She's really good. She's got like seventy strikeouts this season, I think. And then Alyssa Fisher is a good hitter for them. And then West Lyon, they are the number one seed in the whole um, region. They are the number eight ranked team in two A, so they are a really good team. They'll play the winner of the Western Christian Sibley game, and then South O'Brien will take on West Sioux also on Wednesday. Um, South O'Brien also in the War Eagle Conference are ten and four. They beat some really good teams. They got they got wins over West Sioux, Sioux Central. They're really good. Taryn Hintz is a good hitter for them, and then the, Sydney Stroo is a good hitter as well for them. So they're, they're a good team. And I think Strew pitches if I'm right. So apologies if I'm wrong, but I believe that's South O'Brien. They're pretty good. And then they'll, they're they're taking on West Sioux. West Sioux, we actually, we beat them in the semifinals. I mean, in the finals of the region last year. Good team, good athletic school. They beat Akron Westfield. Akron Westfield's a really good team. That was this week. And then they're in the War Eagle Conference as well. Really tough conference. Erica McKinney. She's really a good hitter, and I believe she also pitches, if I'm right. So she's she's a good player for West Sioux. And then West Lyon, like I said, number one seed in the region. They are 10-2. and two. They just beat Sergeant Bluff-Luton, which is a big, good school. Haley Knobloch is a good hitter, and so is Xavier Metzger. And then Kennedy Kramer pitches for them. They're a good, always good, just athletic school, so they hold the top seed. So the winner of South Bryan West Sioux, should give them a good game if West Lion can get past the winner of Western Christian and Sibley O'Cheaton, so that is the region, winner of that region. will go down to Fort Dodge, the Harlan Rogers Sports Complex, and we'll play in the state tournament, so hopefully the Warriors can get there. It's a It's a long road, but the Warriors are capable of anything, so I'm ready to see what they can do. Now for the Baseball Review, Interview, and Preview. Here's what Week 4 looked like for the Warriors. They started off the week against Cherokee on Monday at Cherokee. The Braves scored one run in the first. Then the Warriors scored three runs in the second, and they never let the foot off the gas paddle. In the third, they scored a run. In the 4th, they scored a run. In the 5th, they scored 2 runs. It was 7-1 to one after the 5th. When the Warriors scored another run in the 6th, make it 8-1. Braves scored 4 runs, 8-5. Then the Warriors scored 8 runs in the 7th to make it 16-5. Braves scored 2 runs to make it a 16-7 win for the Warriors. It was really a good team effort. Here's what the batting looked like for the Warriors. Michael Rye heard had a single and a double in an RBI. Logan McCoy had a single, two RBI. Cade Rohr had a double in an RBI. Ryan Jensen had an RBI. Trey Engelman had a single and an RBI. Preston McCoy had two singles in an RBI. Levi Sleezer had a double. Tegan Meyer had two singles. I would like to give out a shout-out to Trey Engelman. Heck of a play down at second. Great catch and then also the final play. Kid was going for a triple. Teagan threw it to Trey to Cade. That was also a great play, guys. Logan McCoy had a phenomenal pitching performance. He allowed five hits and he had nine strikeouts. Carson Reiner closed out the game for the Warriors. Great team win. And great way to get back on track for the Warriors to improve their record. On Tuesday, the Warriors took on a conference rival in Emmitsburg at home. The E-Hawks started off real hot. They got three runs in the first. Then the Warriors got a run in the second. In the third, the Warriors got two runs to tie the game at 3-3. Then in the fifth, bottom of the fifth, the Warriors scored ten runs to win the game. 13-3, ten-run rule. Cade Roar walk-off home run. Fantastic game by the Warriors. Michael Ryher had an RBI in that game. Logan McCoy had a single, a double and 2 RBI. Cade Rohr had that walk-off home run which got 2 RBIs for the Warriors. Ryan Jensen he had a double and 2 RBIs. Trey Engelman had a single and an RBI. Preston McCoy had an RBI. Tate had a single and 2 RBIs. So they were just everybody played real hard. Preston McCoy pitched for the Warriors. He had a great performance. He allowed six hits. He had five strikeouts. Congratulations, Warriors. That was a really good team win, and they just kept on rolling. Here's what Cade Rohr and Preston McCoy had to say after this game. All right. The Warriors just beat Emmitsburg 13-3. Walk-off home run. Phenomenal pitching. And I've got both of them right here. Cade Rohr. Preston McCoy, joint interview, post-game, history. All right, we're going to start with Cade, home run. Let's go, talk about it, man.
2: You know, I just was going up there, just wanted to hit the ball hard. Saw Logan on second base and saw we were two runs away from going home and it just happened, I guess. Had to finish it. Yep my boy right there i knew i knew ryan jensen was on deck and if i didn't do it i knew he was gonna so
0: Mm. and i know as a pitcher if i have cater up to bat it's gonna be a hit yeah yeah oh yeah for sure so preston talk about that pitching performance did a good job tonight you know in the first end they were hitting it pretty well then i felt like i controlled the rest of the game and my curveball was working fastball i could place Mm -hmm. it wherever and we just really fielders were helping me out when they hit a grounder it was just all going together Good hitting team, they are. Yeah, and you and you and you played them real well, and you guys kind of, just as the game went on, you kept on taking more control, and I like how you guys did that. You just probably didn't want to go seven innings, mm-hmm. stopped it, made it five. Mm-hmm. We can really... we just get some more thoughts on this game from you guys?
2: Uh, Evansburg, that's a better team than the record shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are one and eleven now, I think, but they've played some pretty good competition, and their batting order, they all can hit it. Mm-hmm. They are all were on time, on Preston, and no that takes a skill in itself this is a
0: great confidence game for us because Mm -hmm. we've been down the last in the last week and just to see an ending like that really boost us you guys really needed that and playoffs are coming and hot and that should be fun got spencer on thursday what do you guys think about that that should be fun Mm -hmm. should be a fun game should be a really good game yeah they're always always ready to play Yeah. all right boys so super fun having you guys on and We're going to just keep this train rolling through the postseason, boys. Yes, sir. How's that sound? Good? All right. God bless, guys. The Warriors closed out the regular season on Thursday against Spencer at Spencer. In the first, the Tigers scored three runs. In the second, they also scored another run to make it 4-0. The Warriors scored two runs in the third to make it a 4-2 game. Spencer came back and scored another run. Make it 5-2. In the 4th, the Warriors scored a a run. So that was a 5-3 game. Then in the 5th, the Warriors scored 5 runs. Which then made it an 8-5 game. And the Warriors were leading. Then in the bottom of the 6th, the Spencer Tigers scored 7 runs. And the Warriors did not score any more runs. That ended the game at 12-8, and the Tigers won. It was a really good hitting game for the Warriors. The Warriors had three home runs. Michael Reihardt had a home run. He also had a single in the game and two RBIs. Cade Rohr had a home run and two RBIs. Preston McCoy also had the home run, and he had three RBIs. And then Ryan Jensen and Trey Engelman also had singles in that game. Pretty good team effort by the Warriors. Um... Oliver Peterson pitched, he had allowed five hits and he had two strikeouts. Carson Reiner came in and then Tegan Meyer closed out the game for the Warriors. The Warriors played pretty good here. It was a pretty tough team. Spencer, they were seven and two, they they now stand at eight and two and Spencer's a tough three eight team. So I thought it was a good proving game for the Warriors. They came out there played a tough team pretty hard. And I even though they came with a loss you know they still they still went into that and looked really good and still gives them a good momentum boost and they should know that they kind of had a heavyweight fight out there with a pretty good team so i thought the warriors did a good job there and i'm excited to see what they can do going into the playoffs. so after four weeks the warriors stand at 11 and 4 they Started off 9-0 and and then dropped a couple there at the end of the season, but the momentum boost looks pretty good, and we are looking forward to seeing what the Warriors can do in the playoffs. I'm so happy that we've gotten to see this baseball season, and it's been awesome, and I'm sure the guys are really happy that they also got to play this one out, so we'll see what happens, and best of luck to the Warriors baseball team. I will now be taking you to an interview I conducted with Tegan Meyer on Thursday before the Spencer game. I would now like to welcome Tegan Meyer onto the show. Tegan plays in the field, usually right field, I believe.
2: Yes, sir. For
0: the Warriors,
2: and Tegan,
0: thanks for coming, man.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. So, on Monday, you guys played Cherokee. You, you hit really well in that game, so just kind of tell me... Tell me all about that game.
2: Uh, We know Cherokee is the start of the week, and uh, we'd be coming off a little tougher week, so we just trying to get at them, get back in the win column, and uh, got a little chippy there for a while and started hitting the ball and came out on top. Yeah, you guys really had a hot um, seventh. We did, for sure.
0: Yeah, and you had the... Really good throw at the end of the game.
2: That was right there. Nice little relay. And Trey had (laughs) one of the better uh, diving catches I've seen this year. Yeah, that was great.
0: Trey just keeps on pulling them out, you know. He does. The man's been playing good. He has been. So, let's go to um, yesterday. No, Tuesday against
2: Emmitsburg. Okay, yep, Tuesday. Um, That was – that was kind of the same way, you know it off to a slow start there. It was kinda of, I believe we were kind of three it was pretty close for a while, and then we just exploded there at the end. I think <laughs> we put up ten runs in in the fifth inning, Caved war with the big walk off home run to end it off for us.
0: You gotta love it when that happens, right,
2: <laughs> yeah, I love getting getting out a little early. always love that,
0: yeah that was that was a fun game, so. Tonight we are in Spencer. How do you feel about that one?
2: I feel pretty good. I feel like we're back to playing some good baseball, and they're a, they're a pretty good good team, a uh, bigger school as well. So I feel like it'll be a good competition for us, and excited to play.
0: Yeah, they got
2: they got a lot of good players. It looks like, and
0: I think it will be a fun game. And I'm ready to see that it's it's a good challenge, you know, as the season regular season wraps up.
2: Yeah, it's a good it's a good glass game for the regular season, I think, too. So, I'm excited and as well. if you guys come out
0: with a dub, that would just be the best momentum you guys could have. For sure. So, now that we're talking kind of about going into the playoffs, let's kind of talk about the playoffs. So, you got the winner of uh, GTRA and Bishop Garrigan. That Those are two pretty good teams. So, kind of tell me about that. And then let's talk about Newell Fonda as well. So
2: Yeah, well, we're just – Gonna see what happens with those two. I mean, we've obviously played GTRA already, so we kinda know what they got. And um, we didn't play uh Bishop Garrigan this year, but we did play them last year. So we're familiar with both teams, but definitely uh ready for whoever there. But um then New Fonda, if we were to make it to them, uh excited for that game as it's, it's always a pretty good rivalry, Elta and Newell Fonda.
0: Mm-hmm. You're, the two teams have a lot of similarities I can see, so that should be that's really fun.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, always always a good game. Yeah, man. So,
0: good luck tonight, Tegan, and go get them. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. God bless. You too. Yeah, thanks guys for doing those interviews again, Preston and Kate. It was just great to. Feel the energy, you know, after that big win there against Emmitsburg. It's always great just talking to those two. They always have fun with them. But, you know, on Thursday, could have talked to them again because they, they both got home runs. So that's kind of cool, you know, to see them on Tuesday talking about the Emmitsburg game. And then, boom, on Thursday, hey, Cade thought let's just hit another home run. So good job, Kate, And then Preston got a great home run as well in that game. So good job, guys. And then Tegan. It's always great talking to Tegan. Tegan's just a really funny guy, and it's, he's always just good to talk to, and I just thank him for coming on, and he just gives good insight, you know, so thanks, Tegan. All right, so I am going to do some uh, district previews here, so for the boys, I'm going to kind of go through, like, every team, you know, that's left, because the boys, they already started district play. I'll review the games, and then I'm going to talk about some good players for each team um sorry if i butcher the players names um i i don't know these kids too well so my apologies in advance so the warriors will take on bishop garrigan on tuesday that game will be an alto the warriors got the number one seed in our district we are district two for the 1a and then we'll play the winner of district one and i'll preview district one just a tad bit here at the end so yeah we will play bishop garrigan they beat gtra 3-1 on saturday um they had they were pitched by andrew arndorfer and marcus plath and marcus plath had nine strikeouts so he pitched really well for the bishop garrigan bears um colby graves and jacob mice are two good hitters in that game um Andrew Arndorfer and Marcus Plath, they're pretty good players, it looks like, for hitting and pitching. And then they also got a kid named Garrett Haying. He pitches, he hits pretty well, sorry. And we played these guys last year. We 10 random them, and I think we, it was a no-hitter, but two different teams. So we're looking forward to that one. And then the winner of that game, so us and Bishop Garrigan, we, they will take on the winner of um, Newell Fonda, and ridgeview. So Newell Fonda beat West Bend Mallard twelve to one. Newell was thirteen and two in the regular season. I forgot to mention that uh Garrigan was three and ten in the regular season. So Noel's thirteen and two. Spectacular team. Newell, they're really even. They just so many kids, bunch of good ball players. They all just step up. Um Hunter Christensen, he's been hitting the ball really well for them. He hit well in the game against uh, West Bend and then Tanner Gurkey, Hogan Henrik, and um, Alex Bangler pitched that game, and they're they're all good pitchers. And then they got Mason Dix and um, Trey Jungers. He, they also pitch; they're really good. They just they, they're just playmakers. They just go out there; they hit really well. Um, so Gabe Severs is a player for them who is he's been hitting really well at the end of the season. He's just been playing really good. And then they got Mason Dix; he's been hitting really well, and so is Trey Junger. So those are just a couple names to remember on the Newell Fonda side of things. And then Ridgeview, they beat Harris Lake Park. And Ridgeview's a pretty good team. and They got Caleb Kissemacher, he's really good for them. And then they got Jacob Brinkman, Bo Clausen, and Trayson Price. They're all good hitters. Um, Caleb Kissemacher he's just a really good athlete. And he hits and pitches well. And then they had Jacob Brinkman. He pitched against Harris Lake Park. And they 10-run to Harris Lake Park out there. And then, so District one has a uh, Remsen st mary's always a good team they're undefeated they got a kitty pitching phenomenally this year their era is b- b- very low it's th- they're just they're just a phenomenal team they're in district one so it was akron westfield self o'brien lamars galen i believe is in that district and they they're playing pretty good ball right now so that's district one and hopefully the warriors can come out top but district two and then Hopefully we can just keep it rolling and try to win the district and make it to Principal Park for the second time in three years. So it's been a fun season, and I wish those guys best of luck. So that is our district. Don't forget to follow Ballin' with Bernie the Warrior podcast on social media at Twitter and on Instagram. Thanks to Lane Kramer for doing that for me. He is my social media manager. So thanks, Lane. I just got to give you a shout out every week. So one thing that's really cool about both the girls and boys teams is that the girls don't have any seniors. And I kind of said that in some of the interviews. And I also said I was going to talk about that more. So it's just cool to see them, you know, start winning here at the end of the season. And they can translate that to next year. And then the boys, they have two seniors leaving and they have a lot of returning players next year. So we're just really ready for next year. And Hopefully we can finish great this year as well in the playoffs. So that's just something really cool to think about. With my podcast, I just want you to let me know, you know, if there's anything I can improve on. And also if there's anything you guys really like about this podcast, because I would just love the feedback. I'd love to hear it. So I hope you guys have a great weekend and playoffs are coming in. So I'm ready. I hope you're ready because we got a big week in store for week five, the playoffs. Have a great week and God bless.